Hello, and welcome to Eyes on Success, a weekly program covering a wide variety of topics of interest to people with vision loss. I'm Nancy Goodman Torpy. And I'm Pete Torpy. Well, as you know, many people really enjoy their smartphones these days and the functionality it provides, particularly for people who have visual impairments. But smartphones aren't for everybody. We'll speak with Judy Jones about what options are available in not-so-smartphones, most of them with actual buttons, if a smartphone isn't right for you. But first, we're our tip of the week. This week's tip comes from Judy Jones. I think I would say that for blind people, and especially newly blind people, that if you're told that product A works, and this is what blind people use, that may be true, but be open, no matter what technology or even any kind of household device or anything. Just because you've been told product A works, be open that there is more than likely a product B or a product C. And also, just because you have been told to do things a certain way because this is what blind people do. Be open to the fact that there are probably a hundred other ways that blind people out there are doing things that you don't have to go by necessarily one way that you've been told. And that applies equally well to cell phones and to so many other things. It applies to daily living tasks. It applies to anything. Great. Well, thank you so much. And what great advice. You know, just like everybody in the world, we're not all the same. We all have different requirements. We like to work with our tools and applications differently. And not everybody's the same. So try out some of the choices. Make sure, despite what other people told you, that they fit your needs and the way you like to work. Because after all, you're the one who's going to be using these tools. You are listening to Eyes on Success. Success, 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 success. Let's start by meeting Judy and learning about her professional background that qualifies her to be giving good advice to visually impaired people about technology. My name is Judy Jones, and I'm blind. Retired from the state of Idaho, we moved out to Washington to be closer to our uh, children and grandchildren. I am interested in technology, of course. I I enjoy technology a lot, but I am interested in always finding the best tech that works out there for us, and it's not necessarily the tech that's most talked about with people. And you keep saying that works best for us. Is your husband also visually impaired? He is. uh, Both my husband and I um, We were raised in military families, military brats, and we met overseas. And then actually when we went stateside at different years, actually got back together through a mutual friend, and uh, the rest is history. We've been married 39 years and counting, and uh, he has ROP, I have ROP. So you were both blind when you met. Oh, yes. We were like, uh, we were stationed in Germany. Our families were stationed in Germany when we met. And you said you retired. What did you retire from? 
I retired from the state of Idaho, the Idaho Commission for the Blind and Visually Impaired. And what did you do there? I was a, uh, what they, they call you a VRA, but nobody really knows what that is. <laughs> and so what that was is a vocational rehabilitation assistant. And what my job basically was, it was running the regional office. And I helped the counselor with her caseload, plus I had a caseload. I ran our little aids and appliances store, plus I was responsible for all the office housekeeping, the office inventory, etc. So it was wearing a lot of hats. Oh, it sounds like fun. So are you enjoying retirement now? Yes, very much. Eyes on Success is made possible in part by our corporate partners. Underwriting pairs the impact of targeted marketing with the integrity of community goodwill. Learn more by sending an email to hosts at eyesonsuccess.net. This week's focus topic is what options are available for a cell phone with actual physical buttons, most of which are flip phones. So today we wanted to talk with you about other options people might consider for using phones. Many people use smartphones these days, but smartphones aren't for everybody and lots of people prefer buttons. And you have some experience and have developed some options there that people might be interested in. Tell us what started your interest in looking for some of these non-smartphone options. Okay, well, I think I could start with myself because back in, I guess, 2011, 2012, whatever, for me anyway, I was realizing that the Symbian platform was, was dying. And when my last cell phone that I'd purchased off of eBay, you know, on the Symbian platform with the buttons, and it was it was like a flip phone. And I did everything with it that I, you know, pretty much do with my smartphone, but it died. And I thought, I don't want to go to a touchscreen. I don't want to go to a touchscreen. No. And That's a big transition, isn't it? I was like, no. So I realized I was going to have to do it. And I was going to make myself do it. Just for people who don't know, these Symbian operating systems on telephones were mostly for flip phones with buttons to make them accessible to the visually impaired years ago. And you hardly hear about Symbian devices anymore. I have one that's, that I still can work on our network uh, with our provider that still does work. Oh, wow. The, some of the functionality is limited on it, but uh, not mostly. They still can work, but what happened is uh, in going to the touch screen, I was talking to my husband about this. He was like, I'm not going to go to a touch screen. I'm not going to do that. And I was like, well, bud, your phone is going to be dead here pretty quick if you don't. So we started checking into things. And this is what got me started. Me being forced into a touch screen, I started out with an iPhone and then migrated over to Android. But it, in the process of doing that, I, there were more phone options in Android. And along the way, I discovered there were other flip phones that actually would work for him. My husband is a person who only wants to text and talk, mm -hmm. and that's it. He's, he, he wants to do his email on the computer or with his note taker. And he says, my phone is just for my phone. I don't need it to do everything. I don't need it to make my coffee for me. So I just need to talk on the phone and text. That's all I want to do. So what you figured out then was if you don't need all those options or don't want all those options, maybe a flip phone with buttons is a real possibility. If you can find one that has either what they call voice guidance, 
it goes by different names depending on the maker of the phone you know, that you're looking at. Of course, we know that Android is with TalkBack. And of course, you can get, you know, other options there. The Apple phone is known as VoiceOver. So after all your searching, what phone did your husband get? The phone my husband's using right now is the um, Dura-X. It is, they call it Voice Guidance. So if you turn on Voice Guidance, then voila, he has his access. So you kind of have to look for that. Is this phone made specifically for people who are visually impaired, or does this capability just happen to come built in on the phone? It just happened to come uh, built in. And the way I found it is, you know, I, I just from going in the, the our provider's store all the time and looking at different phones and checking them out, you know, they got to know me. And so I walked in one day, and in this is in the middle of my quest for finding this, and I said, do you have a flip phone that has, you know, I, for them, I said voice access, yes. you know, and so they knew me and they knew what blind people need. A lot of people get confused. They think, oh, you want, you need dragon or whatever, you know, you want to dictate to the phone, you know, and I said, no, you know, I helped them to understand over the course of time that we need the phone screen to be spoken to us so we know, and so we can interact with the screen. They usually get it kind of backwards, so you have to explain that. Yeah, they often do. I've seen that. People, when you talk about voice-usable phones, they think about speaking to it as opposed to the phone speaking to you. Well, as we all know, voice input and voice output are two very different things. But there was a time when I was having terrible trouble with carpal tunnel, and Pete, of course, couldn't see. So I was using speech input, and he was using speech output, and we had our computers in the same room, and we used to joke about having them talk to one another. <laughs> yes. <laughs> So I said, no, we, this is what we need. And so she knew, you know, since I'd been in there, she knew what I was looking for. And she basically went back and was looking through her inventory and flip phones and found one that seemed to have the voice guidance. And it happened to be this Dura-X that we ended up getting for my husband. So tell us a little bit more about this phone that your husband uses and what makes it so good for what he wants to use it for. It basically is a phone that's a military-grade phone. It's a really good-looking phone. Uh, it's it's water-resistant. It's a good phone. The one place where the voice guidance doesn't work on that phone, unfortunately, is on the Internet. I, I've tried it, and if the voice just conks out, uh, you know, when you're online. Oh, that's too bad. That's way too bad because it's got a great speaker. Yeah. Huh. This is a flip phone, with real buttons, yes, and you're using speech in and speech out, does it also have a display? Yes, it does have a display. It's a flip phone. But it's a little screen. Yeah, it's a small screen. And the Dura-X is a phone that, you know, you can look up and it will give you the, the specs on it. But it's one that... that uh, AT&T had it used for a while. Uh, I believe that Verizon used it for a while, too. And um, it's one phone now that's no longer being used, yet it's 
still is up to date with the phone systems as far as I understand and my husband has his and loves it he doesn't want to change phones and he probably won't want to change phones for the next 50 years <laughs> <laughs> and I think this DuraX is D-U-R-A-X-E in my experience at least it seems to be the most accessible flip uh, it operates on sort of a deprecated Android so you can't download programs on it uh, you know you can't go to the Play Store but yet your husband can use it as a phone yep. and do text messages, and he actually has buttons that he can f easily feel to find his way around. Yes, and then the email on there is totally accessible, too. You can do everything with that. Uh, you get your notifications. You can go into your recents, remove all. You can go in and you can, you can just do anything within the menus that you would any other, you know, any Android phone other than downloading program within the phone itself. Everything is accessible except for getting on the Internet. Yeah. Well, that's not bad. So when you went to your phone provider's store and talked with the salespeople there about what options there were for flip phones with buttons that were accessible, did you find many options or was this Dural X phone the only one that they could show you? You know, it seems like there are fewer and fewer. I think at one time they had the Samsung Rugby phone, you know, which was a nice-looking phone like that. They had, I think at one time, um, there's the Samsung Haven that's somewhat accessible, but not to the extent that the Dura-X is. Uh, the BlackBerry Key 1 and some phones like that are. There's AT&T flip phones out now that are somewhat accessible. Uh, I, I just bought one last June, and it's one that, it's actually an Alcatel phone, but that AT&T has branded that will work. You know, you can do your email, you can do your texting and your phone stuff uh, that you want to, but again, it's not a fully functional Android phone. It could be a stripped down Android version. I'm, I'm, I really don't know the operating system of it, but it is, you know, if you wanted to do uh, email and calling and texting, it's great for that. It is. It costs $65. Is that $65 new? Uh, $65 new is what I bought it for, yeah. Uh, that's quite a difference from the $1,000 people often spend for smartphones. Huh? There's another advantage of these flip phones. It is, but again, it's not, you know, it's for the person who really basically wants to email, text, and talk. Yes. Mm -hmm, pretty much. Now, you can get on the Internet with it. You know, there's a number of our sighted friends who resist using smartphones and feel it's overkill for their needs, and they seek out flip phones for themselves, and they're reluctant to make a big change. That's very true. And the more I started talking this around, I started finding more uh, people like you said, sighted people who just hate the touch screen. You know, they, they're using it because that's what's out there. But they're like, oh, if I could just go back to a flip phone and not have it, like, activate when I don't want it to activate. One of the flip phones I have that's my backup, uh, right now I use a Samsung Galaxy S8 is what I have. I'm kind of a little behind, you know, in my devices here. But that's a smartphone, as you indicated. It is. It is. A Samsung Galaxy S8 is a smart touchscreen, but my backup is the Samsung Galaxy Folder 2. And it's an older flip phone that works on Marshmallow. 
but uh, it is a fully functional Android flip phone. I've got all my 100 plus apps on it. It will take my 256 gigabyte expandable memory. It only has 16 gigabytes internal memory, but with the expandable, I don't even notice the lack on the internal. And it has the buttons. It has like a pop-up console that you can program with your nine favorite programs that you want in there. It has a social media dedicated button, and I put that to YouTube because I'm always on YouTube. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, I've got all set up where all I have to do is push a button, and there it is. And it also, when you're on a phone call, it will record calls if you need to record calls. Oh, wow. It's got a built-in call recorder. Yeah, that's special about the Android phones. They'll let you record calls, whereas the iPhones, for security purposes, they lock down that type of feature. We've been talking about various features of one flip phone versus another with real buttons. One thing about a flip phone that I think is also a convenient feature is they tend to take up less space in your pocket, and therefore they're less likely to fall out. And I think especially for somebody with a visual impairment, that's really nice. Yes. It is, and you brought up something that made me uh, think of a little anecdote. Uh, my son-in-law is a state trooper here, and so they were over at the house, and I had had my little Android flip phone out. And actually, at this point, it wasn't my Galaxy Folder 2. It was an LG phone called a WineSmart uh, that I had purchased off of eBay. You know, you open it up, and people are expecting to see, oh, a flip phone display, and you see this Android phone, and they're going, whoa, Android Wow. You know, so he was looking at me and he says, wow, I really wish I had something like this that I could just drop in my pocket, you know, like during work where I could just tap in what I need to and I just fold it and drop it in the pocket. Yeah. So it sounds like there aren't a tremendous number of options for people to find flip phones that are accessible to the blind. But if you're willing to search a little bit, you can certainly find some options or maybe buy some older models on eBay. Well, I think some of the older models you have to be careful because if you're going to buy older, you want to make sure that they are not 3G only because, you know, the 3G is going away if it hasn't gone away altogether now. 4G and, you know, of course, 5G is coming in. And so you want to make sure what you're getting is going to work in your network. Some advice would be to, if you're looking on eBay, getting phones like this, uh, find out what your network, um, what your network numbers are from your provider, and then check the phone to see if, if the phone that you're wanting to get works within those parameters or even ask the seller, will this phone work on AT&T? Because I know with the ones I bought, I said, will this phone work in a 4G network? What I would also say is if you're going into the store looking or if you're checking via the phone, what I have discovered is that the phone box doesn't necessarily list voice guidance, I'll say as a feature because most people don't use it. I don't know why it isn't listed, but to make sure if if you're looking at flip phones and you want to buy a flip phone, you'll need to turn that flip phone on and have somebody look in the accessibility settings of that phone to see for sure if there's 
anything like voice guide that's available because it is not necessarily going to be listed on the box or it's not going to be listed as a feature on their website. You have to check the actual phone. Yeah, those are some good points. One ought to check to make sure their phone, particularly if it's an older phone, works on their system with their provider because sometimes they're locked down to certain providers and then just make sure it has the features that you want. Exactly. And I'm guessing most commercial establishments that you might buy a phone from have a return policy that if you test out the phone and try it out for two weeks and it doesn't suit your needs, you can return it. Yes, yes. That still holds true. Now, you may be charged a restocking fee, but I'm not positive. It would be something you'd have to discuss with your provider. Good point. So any other advice for people looking to stick with non-smartphones? I would say, uh, you know, there there are so many out here. I've, I've kind of uh, made a collection of ones I have heard of. And, you know, like I said, there's the Dura-X, there's the uh, Haven, there's the, uh, th- there's just a lot out there. And, and like I said, I have the Samsung Folder 2, not to be confused with the new Folder phone that's coming out. There is also a website where you can look at different flip phones that are coming out now. Just Google flip phone uh, or flip phone information and just see what there's a lot of information out there. Plus, I would say, you know, just just remember to um, on the accessibility features to check the phone itself. And then also, if you're buying on eBay, just make sure you've got all the correct information from your provider to make sure that when you're buying it, that it's going to come back and it's going to work on your network. And don't go 3G because that's older. So those are the little tips I can think of to help you in exploring the flip phone world. Well, those are great pointers. And I think if people remember all of those and check for all of that, that they are much more likely to have a successful experience. So thank you. Sure. And I, I would say, you know, just don't be afraid to explore and don't let anyone tell you, oh, this is the phone that blind people use because there are too many. I'm sure there are blind people out there who are using phones I've never heard of and doing very well with them. So, yeah, just stay open. Great. So I guess the bottom line is these non-smartphones that are accessible do exist, and it's just a question of doing your homework and making sure you get what you need and what you want. Yes, and many are being actually made and promoted outside our country. It's just that they haven't reached our country yet. Uh, we are actually a nation that's kind of behind in in the phone world, you know, that way. There's a lot of uh, people using Android devices in other countries of all kinds, flip phones and otherwise, because, you know, across the board, they can be less expensive and you have more choice. So I have one silly question. How many phones do you and your husband actually own? Sounds like you've tried out a whole lot of them. <laughs> you know what? I At one point, I had 12 of them. Right now, currently, I have about seven phones. Well, you're a great resource for knowing about these things then. Yeah, and, and I change them. Like, sometimes I'll, like, I get different covers and cases for them. I like a lot of bling stuff. 
And some of my Android phones have like rose gold, you know, cases and different cases. And depending on what I'm wearing, I'll just take my SIM card out of one phone and put it in another and take that phone with me. Wow. Oh, geez. (laughs) It never occurred to me to accessorize with your cell phone and have it match your outfit. But what the heck? You know, if you've got 5, 10, 15, you might as well. Why not? Well, you know, that may sound like an awful lot of cell phones, but do you remember, Pete, in our very first year of airing Eyes on Success, so that was almost nine years ago, we spoke with Mike Arrigo about different cell phone options, and as I recall, he had an entire drawer full of them. That image still sticks in my mind, (laughs) yes. So there you go. If a smartphone isn't quite right for you, Judy certainly showed us by her experience that there are plenty of other options out there. You are listening to Eyes on Success. Success, 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 success. Now for this week's final item, how to learn more about accessible flip phones and how to contact Judy Jones directly. So if people have questions for you, is there some way they can contact you? Sure. Uh, your My email is sunshines, that's S as in Sam, O-N-S-H-I-N-E-S-5-9 at gmail.com. And are there any other websites or resources that you'd point people to where they can do some more research on these accessible flip phones? You know, I just went ahead and Googled and found a um, flip phone site that I have. And what I would be glad to do is to send you that link. If anyone would like to email me and ask for it, I'd be glad to send it to them. And I'll send you guys a link too. And then however you want to disseminate that, uh, we can do it. And true to her word, Judy sent us the link, which is androidcommunity, all one word, dot com slash tag, T-A-G, slash flip phone. And that's F-L-I-P hyphen P-H-O-N-E. And of course, if you didn't catch that in the audio, all of that contact information, the resources can be found in the show notes associated with this episode at www.eyesonsuccess.net. And we mentioned that show we did with Mike Arrigo several years ago about Android phones and a bunch of those. And we've actually done a whole lot of shows on Android phones, iOS devices, and phones in general. And if you're looking for some of those episodes, again, go to the search field on our website and just type in the word phone and you'll find a zillion shows, as Nancy just pointed out to me. That's it for show 2009. Next week on Eyes on Success will be another show about cell phones. We will be talking about the evolution of the accessibility of Android phones. A lot has changed over the years in the Android world, especially in terms of accessibility features that are available for the visually impaired and how well these features perform. We will talk with Anna Garza again, who gives us an update on the accessibility of Android devices and why you might consider using them. 
So if you want to hear about some smartphones, join us next week for that episode. You've been listening to Eyes on Success, hosted and produced by Nancy Goodman Torpy and Peter Torpy, and distributed by WXXI Reach Out Radio. You can access the full archive of previous shows, subscribe to the podcast, and much more by going to our website, www.eyesonsuccess.net. If you have questions about anything you've heard on the show or have suggestions for future shows, send an email to hosts at eyesonsuccess.net. Thank you for listening and have a nice day.